Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. 140, Charlene? Call it 140. Uh, there's nobody here with me today. It's actually very relaxing to an extent, although I can't figure out where my mouse is, so I can't click this goofy uh, soundtrack off. There we go. What in the world? So yeah, uh, happy, uh, what you call it? Happy, uh... Happy quarantine, guys. I think it's almost over. Do you? I'm not really sure. I can't really tell, like, who's for real and who. Oh, my God, that's too loud. Hang on one second. Maybe not. Anyway, so, yeah, we've been pretty chill lately. Like, just lounging around the house a lot. A lot of, uh, a lot of movie watching. A lot of Hulu. Parks and Rec. Every day from like 10 p.m. till midnight, pretty much. Um, I rolled through a ton of Steve Urkel episodes of uh, Family Matters when I was really down and I couldn't get out of bed or whatever. Like, I don't know how much you know about what I've been doing for the last three months or if you follow me on Instagram or whatever. But yeah, in uh, February 22nd, I was getting ready for the Mardi Gras parade and hopped off my Mardi Gras float to tie up some uh, wiring that had been unwired for whatever reason. And I just hopped down out of a, I don't know, 14-foot tall trailer probably from, I don't know, maybe 12 and then with the fabric and everything, probably 14. Anyway, I jumped, made a jump that was nothing out of the ordinary for me and shattered my heel in a boatload of places. So now I have bone cement a uh, plate, some screws, like all sorts of fun stuff. Um, yeah, hang on. Let me grab this keyboard real quick. All right, there we go. That's my better. Freddie Gibbs wiling out in the background. So, yeah, February 22nd, shatter my heel, six screws, a plate, some bone cement, and that was, phew, I mean, a bunch of days ago. Let me find out how many days that is. Yeah, dude, it's been weird for sure. Everybody that knows me knows how like active I stay and how I'm constantly getting into whatever. Just mischief. I'm always trying to have mischief going on for whatever reason. It has been, wow, 95 days since I jumped out of that trailer and haven't been able to walk. Uh, I've started kind of cruising around a little bit just because... Um, I didn't want to not ever be able to walk again. And I figured that was the best best next step was to start trying to figure out how to make steps. So, yeah, dude, it's been uh, a bananas little uh, experience for the last few months. Um, been doing a little bit of social media work for some clients, like uh, laying out stuff for Hots Deli and Bob Woodall. And I actually shot a bunch of photos for um, Well Rooted. I just got bored. Um, uh, I'm not good at being bored without it, like, turning into some super weird depression scenario. And so, yeah, I just got to stay busy all the time, keep my mind off of things. And uh, I was not doing that at all during the quarantine. So I started, I got my wife to come to the office. She picked up a camera bag 
And I was like, yeah, I don't even know what's in this thing. I'll just use it and see what I can create with whatever. So I kind of turned into collaborating with a couple um, Instagram personalities here and there. Um, designed some stuff out of the ordinary for some people that aren't clients. Um, yeah. Shot some photos of some shoes from 1996. It's been a crazy, crazy few months. Um, if you're not following Seaburn's company, well rooted, check it out at get well rooted. Um, uh Oh, I think, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Anyway, sorry. Getting texts from random people. This is not going to be a terribly long episode. Um, to be honest with you. Just because it's just me. And you guys don't really want to hear what I have to say. Um, I will answer some questions, though, like that I've had come in over the last couple weeks. So I guess in episode 130... One, no, 140. Oh, episode 140. With Amber Rhodes Travel. Um, I started telling a story about going to Ireland and then, um, I left, I left the story off to where I, I had landed in Ireland and, um, got sidetracked with other bits and more important parts, parts of that conversation. So I'll go back and finish that. So I am 23 maybe. And for my birthday, I was going to go to Ireland for 10 days, I believe, or maybe two weeks. I can't remember. So I fly over there, meet my friend Patricia, Patricia, not Patricia Devane, Patricia Irwin, who was a uh, good friend of ours and like old roommate or whatever from Montgomery days, and landed and she was nowhere to be found. Um... It was bananas. That whole trip from start to finish was outrageously fun. So I landed. I got my baggage from the international baggage claim. And I go outside. This is before, like, world roaming phones. And so I just plopped down on my luggage and sat there. And just was like, all right, Justin. Way to go, man. It's the best uh, best skills ever that you're uh, putting to use right now to make this happen. So anyway, yeah, I did that for a good hour, hour and a half. And then eventually Patricia showed up. And I was like, oh, wow, my friends do exist. And then, yeah, that was rad. Like that, it took forever. And like, I didn't know what was going to go on. And I was kind of just like, I guess we can just urban camp for two weeks. I had like clothes for like four or five days because I was planning, I was doing all my laundry there. Um, and I like traveling light anyway. So, yeah, I get there. And I laid down because my flight landed at eight in the morning. Like I flew out eight in the morning from, I can't remember. Yeah. From Montgomery and then landed at basically by the time I got there, it was like 10 in the morning the next day. And I had not been to sleep yet. So yeah, I laid down, took a nap and about eight minutes into taking that nap, the fire alarm goes off in the like apartments we were staying in. They're all on campus ish apartments for around Queens University in, in Belfast and I walk out in like a zero hoodie like a zero skateboards hoodie and some boxers and I'm just like what up and they're like 
none of the people that lived there had ever seen me before because I came in not really with a big greeting or anything. And uh, it was rad. Like, everybody was so confused. They're like, well, who is this dude? And they just assumed that I was just like some stray dude from the bar that one of the lady inhabitants probably took home. So that was fun. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go to Belfast, dude, it's so much fun. Um, ugh, everything from like Guinness stuff to like, oh man, the whole whole experience was incredible. Um, I wound up running into a bartender that I met on that trip. She came over later on a similar um, exchange program. I guess Huntington College and Queens University in Belfast uh, had a, I don't know, student trading platform they were working on. I don't know what they had going on, but it it worked out for me because I had a rad place to stay for a couple weeks. Um, so, yeah, that's, oh, and then coming home. Coming home from that same trip, I don't know what I had done, but I made a huge mistake booking my return flight because it was November 1st at like 6, 5.30 a.m. probably. And if you know me at all, you know that I'm trying to throw the biggest, baddest, like I'm just celebrating Halloween harder than like real American patriots celebrate 4th of July kind of. Um, so yeah, I'm all in on Halloween, no matter what country I'm in and whether they're into it or not. Uh, luckily Belfast in Ireland was very receptive to, uh, the Halloween spirit. So yeah, we went to this bar, stayed out all night drinking Red Bull and Everclear cause I was like 23 and didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I kind of felt like if I was going to do what everybody else was going to do, like I had to do do it bigger and better, which, I mean, if you know me to this day, <laughs> I still kind of suffer from that to an extent. Um, dude, I just was so, like, I never went to bed because my flight was so early. Um, I lost my voice. I remember eating uh, super noodles, which is, in Ireland, what they call ramen, basically. I was eating super noodles with a couple of my friends that I had met over there, and... Um, my friend Patricia that I was, went to meet and had zero voice. Like I had already taken like two friends home from the bar just to make sure they got home safe. Went back by myself, which is in a foreign country, real dumb. Uh, as I listened to Freddie Gibbs, who would tell you the same thing probably. Um, dude, yeah. It was just a horrible idea. Um, stayed up all night, never did like never went to bed just knew i had an outrageous flight it was going to be like a 30 45 minute ride to the airport from queen's university because i was going back to the airport that i flew in on which was a huge mistake i dude i don't know if it was like amateur hour at the booking agency or what i don't know what i had done wrong but i booked the flight my return flight to america was booked from the domestic flights because we went from Belfast, which is in Northern Ireland, over, I think, I don't know. Dude, I'm the worst at geography. Anyway, that section of Ireland is Great Britain, essentially. Um, they use British pounds still. It's not like Euro cash or whatever, really. But Or it wasn't at the time. I don't know what's going on there now. So I get in a taxi at 
I don't know, 4.30 in the morning to make the trek to be at the airport for 5.30 with no voice, about eight, whatever, eight pounds in my pocket. And I'm like looking around, which is not a lot also. Uh, so I'm looking around like um, with no voice and like the the humidity, you could see just like fog everywhere because A, it was London, or I mean, A, it was Belfast, and B, like, it just never stops raining there. And hopped in the cab, told the dude where to go. He drops me off. I give him the last whatever of my money. I'm like, sweet, I don't have to change any of this over. Like, I always brought my mom coins back from any place that I visited just because she loved, uh, she loves currency from, from all, any any currency you want to give her, she will take it for sure. So, I, yeah, I had like a couple coins in my pocket. Go up to the check-in counter at the Delta desk or the KLM desk or whatever it was I flew over on and slammed my ticket on the counter. No voice. Hungover is, I mean, just as hungover as I've ever been. And realized almost immediately because the lady was kind enough to tell me you went to the wrong airport so that was dope i was uh already pushing it i had gotten somebody to drive me an hour in the wrong direction i could have walked to the other airport from queen's university from what i've been told uh so yeah i just threw a bunch of money in the trash can to get a ride to somewhere i didn't need to be and then was looking around trying to figure out like, all right, dumb, dumb. How do you get yourself out of this? And I dug through my bags, like trying to find whatever. And like, I remember I was getting, I gotten a couple of foundation skateboards and I had a spare one. And I was like, dude, I'll give, I don't know if you have kids or know anybody with a skateboard problem, but I will give you this deck. If you just let me, uh, let me, I don't know, just buy it for me. For enough to get a bus ticket to go back to the right airport. Also, the buses didn't start running until 6 a.m. So that first flight was off the table 100%. Still have no voice. I go get on the bus that's just parked there waiting to start running in like an hour and throw up all over the place because I started coughing because I was just exhausted and then that kind of jostled up all the Everclear and Red Bull that was still floating around in me. And then that had to come out almost immediately. So I get thrown off the first bus and I'm just sitting there like a homeless dude. Like I've got one bag that I brought uh, with a skateboard strapped to it. And then an extra deck slid down into it just in case whatever went wrong with the first one. And yeah, dude, it was the saddest, like weirdest situation. Cause I was like, all right, well this is exactly what you were doing before you ran in your buddies. Like, what are we doing now? And there's no, obviously, no, like, me calling anybody. I'm just sitting outside this wrong airport. And eventually they get it together. And I convinced them to let me back on the bus. And they just took me into town and jumped on, jumped off of that bus onto the other bus that went to the other airport. And, dude, it was so traumatizing. <laughs> I got on the plane. And it was, like, a 12, maybe a 30-minute flight from the domestic to London Gatwick, domestic airport to London Gatwick airport. Then I sprint from one end of the airport to the other. Um, dude, I don't even have like, I check all my luggage because I'm not I'm too exhausted to deal with anything. So I just have like an iPod mini. Was that out yet? 
I think so. I think it was an iPod mini and some headphones and my wallet. I think that was it. Everything else was packed in my bag, so I'm just hanging out. And yeah, dude, it was just sprinting and then missing flights for the rest of the day. I ended up getting home like midnight. I was supposed to land at like, I don't know, three in the afternoon. I ended up getting home at midnight with no voice. I didn't end up like my voice never came back for like almost two weeks. So my roommates were so pumped. And I think, uh, I don't know, man, that was, that was the first time I really got in over my head, like traveling. Um, yeah, getting lost in other countries is whack is pretty whack. Although I've been lost in Amsterdam and that's super fun. I'll, uh, I'll rattle that one off on a later date. Maybe we'll get my homie Neil to come in that I got lost with to talk about it. Thanks, Dothan High Art Club Trip 2001. Yeah, I think it was 2001. It's a rad, uh, rad cast of characters that went on to do some incredible stuff. Like Emil Wurstler was on that trip. Chris Botterford, Crystal Botterford, uh, Neil Rustler, Barry Curtis, his brother James. Uh, that, I mean, we kind of liked him. No, I'm just kidding. I love that dude. He's still around. Uh, dude, that's it. That's 141 episode. Everything you guys uh, have been going through and stuff, just shoot it to me at um, Justin at Wiregrass Local, and we'll get we'll get some shout-outs going on social media again now that we're kind of gearing up to put out our July issue. We're going to let June kind of limp along and see if we can't get everybody up and running, but our plan is to go full hog whole hog back into business on the first of july so advertisers holla at your boy if you need anything um ad rates are just obviously still the same uh all year so we just kind of put everybody's contracts on ice and you guys know of anything to get into obviously we need to know that so yeah let's collaborate and uh make this area the best we can for as long as we can uh yeah dude be what's happening and i will shout out you guys in like a week i gotta call charlene and let her know that i can walk around again this is kind of super impromptu so whatever um yeah dude subscribe share it with your homies anybody that even has heard of the country ireland just text text this episode to them um hashtag freddie gibbs soundtrack in the background if you guys haven't been listening to this dude I don't know. I've been sleeping on Freddie Gibbs for like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't pay nearly as much attention to him as I should have in his younger years. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me all your rad stuff that you've ordered while you've been trapped at home. Like I've, some of the cooler things I've gotten are like, I got a professional skateboarder to paint me a, uh, landscape painting of my family's property in upstate New York, which is, two worlds that don't really need to go together for any real reason, but I saw the opportunity and jumped on it. And it's one of my favorite things that I own now of all time. It showed up this morning. Uh, I ordered, I don't want to get into everything just cause a lot of it's hilarious, but I did get, um, I did get a Tupac short shirt that I ordered like a month ago and it hasn't shown up. So if you see uh Tupac shirt vendors, Tell them they need to get it together. It's a dope shirt, though. It says, uh, it's just a picture of Tupac and says, if you can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. I think that's a message that 
Everybody needs to know. Anyway, I don't want to turn into a uh, evangelical preacher man because uh, I think Pete Wong is way better at that than I am. Uh, anyway, that's it for me. I'm gonna go home and ISIS cankle. Highlight me in a week. Email me your uh, questions and yada yada yada. All right, later. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast. 